Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, episode 94 of the BD Radio Podcast, coming to you post-production because we can't figure it out live. Uh, this is BD Radio. Thank you guys for being here. Um, this is me, your co-host Cam, alongside me as always is Ryan, a.k.a. Grooves, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, brother? Doing good. Um, not exactly thrilled with the opening music. I just hit shuffle and it wasn't the greatest, but hey, it's it's copyright free. <laughs> you got to deal with what you, you got to deal with. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Um, this podcast might be shorter um, just simply because we're in a weird, and y'all know as we were last year, it's that time period where there's some lulls in between the things that we talk about. Um we're going to hit the high notes, though. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs. We're going to talk about any stories that we find throughout the week in terms of transfer portal news, coaching change news, um, regulatory rules news uh, on the athletic front. And uh, we're going to dive into that. Um, mainly today's going to be super NFL-centric in terms of we're going to recap last week's games, talk about what was going on in those games, and we're going to look forward to uh, this coming weekend's games and uh, give some predictions on there, maybe some picks in there as well at the end, and uh, and, and we're going to go on that note. Um, to start it off, let's just dive into the story that, uh, that, you, t- that you literally just brought up. Um, apparently coming this year after the lockout, seemingly, um, Automated and and AI and computerized umpiring is going to the AAA level in professional baseball. Uh, I think that's the biggest fucking joke I've ever heard in my life, to be honest with you. Uh, it's gross. Um, but, hey, what can you do? What are your thoughts, man? I just think it's kind of a big step forward here. In, in not, not a big step forward. It's a massive leap. Um you're talking about something that is now, what, three years maybe old? It started off yeah. in 2019 in independent ball. Um, and now, and then last year, it made the jump to low A. So now we're going to make this massive leap to triple A, which that's one step from MLB. I, I think right. this is a huge risk. Um, and look, I, I'm all for making the game better at this point. Uh, I, I mean, look, once baseball starts, we're going to be talking about it a lot, but right now I just think this is a big, big leap and I'm not, I'm not for it. I I'm not for it. Um, there's something about having the human element in the game. It's, it's the same thing with the NFL. I mean, you can use technology to a certain point like replay. Um, I, I still think there are some things we need to clean up when it comes to using technology for these for sports and for refereeing and everything. But when it's taking over and taking out the human element for something that is pretty, it's uh, balls and strikes is one of those things where there that human element needs to be there. In my opinion, you're right. You got. I mean, as a pitcher, as a hitter, you know the umpires. You know their strike zones, right? So like different different umpires even in the big leagues have different strike zones and you have to and that's part of the game is finding where that strike zone is adjusting to it accordingly whether it's the pitcher or the hitter and um, I uh, I don't like this uh, I think that this is too uniform in terms of the hitter already knows the hitter by the year twenty thirty 
your hitters are going to know exactly what the strike zone is going to be, and the and the pitchers are going to know exactly what the strike zones are going to be. So I think that I think that that human element gives you some versatility and diversity going into each game, and some unknowns. It gives you another variable to uh, to play around, and I think it makes the game too linear. Uh, I think it makes it more linear than it already is. So uh, I uh, I do not like I do not like that at all. And here's the thing I don't think most people, the casual fan, the casual viewer, do not understand, and I don't think you do unless you play the game. The strike zone is a fluid thing. It's like, you, like you're saying, it's not linear right at the moment with the human element. You bring in this AI, the robot umpires, it's literally just going to be the box. It's going to be the K-zone. That's all you're going to see. If it's not in that, it's not going to be a ball. If it's halfway in, who knows what it's going to be? Is it going to, going to be a strike? Is that going to be a ball? What That's, What are we going I, to have here? I, the, the data must be unbelievably convincing in order for them to move forward. But I will say this. Um, I think the way that they're going to position it is, is, is that if it touches a fragment of the strike zone, it's a strike. Um, which, I mean, that's what you got to do. You're, you're going to have to do it that yeah. way. If you don't do it that way, then good Lord at the up-in-arms players in the, in, in the MLBPA, you know, like those guys are not going to be happy at all. So uh, that's what they're going to have to do. Um, I think this makes the strike zone bigger, and it gives the hitters a bigger dis- – it's even more of a dis- – you're at it, an right. even bigger disadvantage going up to the plate because – the high strike, even though they've been told to call it, it's not called. Anything above belly button high is just not a strike, even in the big leagues. Even in Division One level, a lot of the time, um, the the pitch above the belly button isn't a strike. And uh, the way that the pitchers are evolving nowadays, the strike zone does need to get smaller, in my opinion, yes. just simply because everybody's throwing harder, their off-speeds are more nasty, like, that you can't really evolve as a hitter. I mean, you can. You can evolve as a hitter in terms of technique. You can invert. You can. You can evolve in terms of how you train the swing and mold the swing and your swing plane and all of that. You can get bigger, faster, stronger. But the reality is, you don't control anything. You are in total defense as a hitter. You are the defender of home plate. You. You are. You are that guy that battles at the plate. And and now. The strike zone's even biggest, more area for you to cover against another guy that's throwing 97 with a foot and a half of break, and he can throw a different pitch. So it's just, uh, it's tough. It's tough. And um, I, I am not a fan of this at all. Even if the data's great, even if the pre- even if the AIs call the game perfectly, I think it's a bad decision. Well, think about it like this. So we both know uh, more strikes and more balls. The, the strike zone changes. What's going to happen when there's a 3-0 count and the ball is put down in a spot that is usually a ball four, but they call it a strike because it's in the zone? Right. Again, um, it's just going to be very interesting and see how to see how this whole thing works. And I am looking forward to some of our friends who may – May or may not be in AAA at the moment, but may get there by the time this season ends, and then we can have them and get their opinion on this whole thing. Is it uh is it AAA wide or is it only in particular divisions? Let me see. MLB says it, it's recruiting employees to operate the system for the Albuquerque Isotopes, Charlotte Knights, El Paso 
Chihuahuas, Las Vegas Aviators, Oklahoma City Dodgers, Reno Aces, Brown Rocket Express, Sacramento uh, River Cats, Salt Lake Bees, Sugarland Skeeters, and Tacoma Rainers, uh, Rainiers. So this sounds like it's something over in the West Coast um, side right. of the AAA. Right, 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 right. Which I mean, makes Charlotte, sense. that's where is... all the wild regulations are coming out of. Is the Western area? Um, yeah, I hate it. Uh, that is my take, and I'm sticking to that. I'll die on that hill. It does not need to be a part of the game. Um, I think we're at a point in the game where review is more than enough. It's more than enough to call a blown to to recover from a blown call on a perfect game like they had that one time. Uh, if that happens now, they can just overturn it, and they get the kid gets the perfect game, and you keep it moving. Um, you don't need this. This is too much. This is a reach, and I hate it. Yeah, I'm not not a fan. Again, I'm interested to see what some of our friends, some of some of the guys we know that are in the league, in the minors, that get the chance to go and and deal with this. I'm very right. interested to see what their opinion is on this. Now, I'll say this: if they made the strike zone smaller, I wouldn't be opposed to it. If they Great. made the strike zone smaller from not the letters to the knees and they 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 moved it down from to the knees to maybe maybe right above the belly button right you know like mid mid ab right. area that would be I could I would withhold judgment on that one but as far as the the strike zone is as far as I know now what the strike zone is not okay for me too much yeah. too much area and uh, and it's just it's not okay. There's there's not there's like I said, it's too linear. Yeah, and you're you're touching on a good subject subject here because the baseball has an issue, and it's an issue that isn't really its own fault. It's how it's humans' fault. It's the where way we are evolving. Got like you said, guys are throwing harder now, and hitters are at such a disadvantage because if you look at the the way that Hitting and pitching has evolved. Pitching's taken way off. It's exponentially higher than hitting is. So it's got they got an issue here. What's going to happen when guys are sitting 105 consistently in 10 years? I mean, look at look at how big the jump was in the last 20. So what's going to happen when that happens? You know, are you going to back yeah. the plate up? It, it, you're going to have to come up with some things. And if making the strike zone a little bit smaller. For guys to be a little bit more accurate instead of just going up there and humming 102, maybe that's a, a, a good approach. But they have an issue, and it's not really their fault. It's, you know, technology and the way that we're all evolving to where guys are just able to throw 100 and not lose their arm. I'm glad. I will say I am glad that they're being proactive in making adjustments to the game. I just don't think that they're making the right ones, which is fine. Just don't stick with them because of your ego. It's okay to say, guys, this isn't a good rule. We tried it. It didn't work. Let's let's figure something else out. Right. If they do that in the coming years, that would be great. It'd be really good to see. Um, and I'm cool with, like I said, I'm I'm cool with changing the game. I'm cool with making the balls harder. I'm cool with, sh- with shortening the fences to make the more, game more electric. I'm cool with things like that. But when it comes to artificial intelligence being an, the oversight of the game, that's um that's tough for me to swallow. Yeah, and you then because like you want the game to be more hitting and more stuff like that. Like you want offense in the game. You don't want just pitching duels all the time. You want like the most electric thing to happen in the playoffs was Jorge Soler hitting that home run in the third inning of the game six. Like that right. thing was a fucking missile. 
And exactly. that's all the only highlight you see is that. You don't see the highlight of Max Free going out there shoving six innings. You don't see those highlights. All you see is Solaire's bomb. That's exactly. what you need to lean into. Exactly. And that's what's going to catch the eye, and that's what's going to grow your game. Um, exactly. Because, I mean, that's the, the way, way it is. Every kid, obviously, it's cool to throw a no-hitter, you know? Like, it's cool to do that. Look, when I was younger, I did those things. It's cool. But I'm telling you, when you hit a home run, it's a different feeling, bro. It is way different. Uh, the adrenaline is out of control. And uh, that is what kids do in the backyard. They don't go out in their backyard and throw seven full innings to try to throw a perfect game against invisible hitters. You know, uh, they, they go out they go in their backyard and they try to hit home runs over their house. That is what's appealing to baseball. For young, for the younger generations, and for every generation, realistically, you know, uh, it's just what you want to do, and um, you everybody wants to hit that walk off home run, uh, especially younger. I mean, once you get older, it's cool to envision coming in and shutting down the side, but right. realistically, more people are going to be more appeal appealed and and more interested in hitting home runs than throwing perfect games, uh. Just because it's it's more instantaneous, you know. Look at technology. People love TikTok now as opposed to Instagram, as opposed to Facebook because it's so short in duration. It's so it's so oh, it, it's it's just so entertainment overload. You know, you can just swipe after fifteen seconds over and over again. It's because it's that instant gratification, and that's what a home run is. As soon as they hit it, there it's instant gratification. As soon as you watch a home run, you're like, hell yeah, that was awesome. It's like a big yeah. play in football. It's just it's just like that seventy five yard post route that the receiver scores on. You know, is yeah. if that's that is awesome to to see if you're if you're a fan of that particular team, um, and uh, that that's what uh that's what we should be working towards as a baseball community. We should be working towards appealing to kids. It's just like golf. Golf was dying, bro. Golf yeah. was literally dying. And they started making technology changes. They started making drivers that could bomb. They started, they started really promoting long drive competitions. They started televising them. They now now you're seeing professionals take the same swing style in terms of the full sin mentality on the tee box. They're they're just absolutely crushing balls, and that's extremely appealing to kids. It's appealing to me, and I'm 27 almost. <laughs> you know. So yeah. uh, it's uh, it's they're changing the right way, and I think baseball they're they're trying to do the right thing. I think we're just doing it the wrong way, um, yeah. and I, I hope we get that corrected soon because baseball is a dying breed right now. Yeah, it's they got to figure something out to manufacture more offense and kind of counteract the the way pitchers are going right now. Um, yeah, and hey, pitchers, there's nothing they can do. I mean. Continue to Absolutely. evolve. Continue, exactly. continue down that. That's your craft. I, hope, That's what I, hope, I want to see pitchers throwing 120. But, that would be nuts. But the reality of the matter is, is that makes the game more boring. Yeah. It just does. It's the nature of the beast. It's the nature of the rules that the game was, was written around. And uh, here we are, you know. So yeah. um, I hate that strike zone call. Um, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But, um, yeah. So there, that's my take on it. That's miserable. Yeah, I, I've got the same exact thoughts and opinions on it. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Again, can't wait to talk to some of our friends and see how it goes. I saw a stat, and it may not be true, but uh, two two Brady stats I saw this past week um, were first, the first one's for sure true. Tom Brady is older than three coaches right now in the NFC playoffs. Kyle Shanahan, 
Sean McVay. Shanahan, McVay, and, and, uh, and what's his name? No, uh, it might have been Cliff until he got put out. I think it's another one. LaFleur. Oh, LaFleur. yeah, LaFleur. Packers. He was older than four going into it, going to the Cardinals game. Yeah, that's... That's insane. Tom Brady, bro. Here's another stat. He's putting up Tiger Woods-type shit numbers right now, like legitimately, um, in terms of just how ridiculous the stats line, stat lines are. Troy Aikman, Hall of Famer, right? Am I right on that? You can fact check. Yes, Troy Hall of Aikman's Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. Troy, now the game's changed. I understand. Hey, the game's changed. Those guys, whatever. Suck it. This is still ridiculous. Um, Troy Aikman, in his career, he threw 188 touchdowns. Tom Brady just passed him in touchdowns after the age of 40. (laughs) Tom Brady, from the age of 40 until now, has more touchdowns than Troy Aikman did his entire career. He has two separate Hall of Fame careers. The first 10 years and the second 10 years. Yeah. That is absurd. You know? They should make a new category for him. You know, like, hey, greatest of all time. Or the great, or, or a Mount Rushmore. They should make a Mount Rushmore and he's just in the middle and there's nobody there yet else. You know? Right. Until somebody can get close to it. Now, can I say this? Yeah. I don't think they win this weekend. I know I'm going to bet against them in hopes that they do win. <laughs> so you're going to bet the Rams. I'm hedging Justin my emotions. Hopes. I'm hedging my emotions. Because logic, the logic, me, says the Rams are getting hot at the right time. They're figuring out their personnel. OBJ is legitimately, he's finally molding into an offensive scheme for the first time in his career. Right. Um, And he's literally the second or third best receiver on the team. You know, like, when that's the case... You got a team on your hands. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Ramsey. Like, what? Cam Akers is back. I mean, these guys Looks are, good, and, too. Exactly. And Matt Stafford finally has a supporting cast. Like, dude, this team is ridiculous. On paper, they are hands down, in my opinion, the best team in, in the NFL. Uh, on paper. In terms of star power. In terms of on in on Madden, and if you're if yeah. you got a team on Madden NFL right now, the Rams are the best team on paper. Yeah, and on, on paper, I'll bad. give you that. I'll give you that because I was what, gonna say like. the the Packers are the best team the, currently. I get what you're saying, the pa- Packers. Yes. Yeah, but but no, you're right. On paper, when you look at their players, yes, I would agree with you there. They have the best overall in terms of Madden ratings for sure. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, speaking of, why don't we just hop right into this? Um, yeah. Let's recap last weekend. Let's dive into uh, each game. I'll, I'll wrap them off, and then, uh, and then we'll get the takes. I'll give you mine, and then you can give me yours. Sounds good. Um, first game, Raiders-Bengals. I, and I think we both did, uh, we took, uh, I think I we took both the Raiders. took the Raiders. I think we both did. I think so. Um, I know I did. I, I'm pretty sure I took the Raiders as well. Big L there, um, Big but honestly, L. they 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 could have scratched and called back to get into it. They only ended up losing by seven. The game was honestly, uh, I think the Bengals kind of handled the game the entire way, uh, so it kind of looked closer than it actually was. But in other news, Joey Burrow, good for him. Turns out he is a franchise quarterback. That is so cool to see. 
Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, I mean, they didn't put up any crazy numbers or anything like that. Um, yeah. Carr outplayed them, but when it comes down to it, the Bengals were just the better team that day. Um, yeah. Jamar Chase, I mean, nine receptions for 116 yards. The guy's a monster, and he's yeah. with his quarter or his quarterback. And good for the Bengals. I'm not putting any any faith in, into them this week, but, I mean, that's their first playoff win in a while, I think since, like, 2002. So good for Cincinnati. They hey, they continue to build. They can be a problem, and they could really run the AFC North. Yeah, no doubt about it. There is absolutely no doubt about it. Um, It's super. I got a question for you. What's up? I got a question for you. So think about that division real quick. Big Ben's gone. He's retired, right? We'll get to that game in in a little bit. I mean, went out in a bad way, but it is what it is. Like he's done. So let's think about the other quarterbacks in the division. Don't even worry about the Steelers here. Baker Mayfield, who may or may not be the quarterback next year at this <laughs> point, just had surgery. Um, Lamar Jackson is who he is. And then Joe Burrow. Out of those guys, who are you taking Joe over Burrow. the next five to ten years? I'm taking Joey Burrow. Burrow, 100% of the time, I understand Lamar Jackson, dude. Lamar is an absolute athletic specimen. That is 100% true. But there's still question marks around him as a passing quarterback. I understand he makes good passes too. I get that. But when you look at how he plays, a lot of the times it's run first. Um, He doesn't remind me of – he reminds me of Michael Vick. He doesn't remind me of Cam Newton in in their respective MVP years. Uh, When Cam Newton was in his peak – the guy was making throws, but he, he never really ran unless it was a design run or he was absolutely flushed out. Lamar can get happy back there a lot of the time. Um, he gets his, his feet get happy, um, and uh, it works out a lot because he's just a far superior athlete than the vast majority of people in the world. <laughs> so right. uh, it works out. But, uh, dude, you give me Joe Burrow in three years in terms of trend, trend lines – and where he's going in terms of trend, I'm it's Joe Burrow all day. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if he's in MVP contention in three or four years. Really. Brady's gone. You got to believe. I mean, he's 48 fucking years old by, by then. Aaron Rodgers is for sure retired. Yeah. Uh, You know, he's gone. Who? I mean, Stafford's probably reaching his end. Let's be honest. He's 33, 34. Uh. When, when look Wilson, at the other, we don't know what he's going to be doing. It's going to be exact. It's Russell Wilson. He'll probably retire early just because that's the kind of guy he is. He's he's just a smart guy. He's like Andrew Luck, but just a better athlete. He's just going to be smart and he's a healthy dude. And he's he's already got the bag. He don't need money. Um, you're looking at Pat Mahomes. You're mm-hmm. looking at you're looking at Pat Mahomes. You're looking at Joey B. and Josh, uh, Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. That's the three. Don't I don't I don't want to hear anything about Jalen Hurts. I don't want to hear anything about Tua. I don't want to hear anything about Mag Checkdown Jones right now. I want to hear Joey Burrow, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. That's it. Jimmy G. I've seen I've seen good good things out of Jimmy G. I've, I haven't seen consistent good things out of Jimmy G. In terms of that level of star power, because Jimmy G. You don't hear shit about him. He literally plays in San Francisco, and you don't hear shit out of him. You hear more things about Joey Burrow in Ohio than Jimmy G in San Francisco. Two totally different markets. You know? So um yeah, I think it's that I think those that's the that is the the trio for years to come. I think that uh and I think that um I think that Joey's on the right track. 
um, Josh Allen's a stud too. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's yeah. go ahead and we can we can we can we can parlay that uh, and hop right into the next game, which is the Pats and the Bills. Um, I took the under. Uh, I, I, did too. I took the I took the under because of the the weather. I knew it wasn't gonna be snowing and raining and shit, but the wind was gonna be dead. But it was gonna be cold as hell, and I knew that Mac Checkdown Jones wasn't gonna do much. Right. Um, I knew that he just wasn't gonna really crush it. He hates the cold weather. Um, adapt or die up there, Mac. By the way, brother, I believe in you. Look, I believe in you. I believe that you're a winner. But if you can't adapt to the cold, it's gonna be difficult for you in New England. Um, hell of a year, ten and seven. That's a monster year for a rookie. That is a six monster and two year. away too. Exactly. I'm looking at that as well. That's that's impressive as hell. So good for good for, hell of a year out of Mac. Um, but good God, we gotta get, adapt to the cold, brother. Uh, on another on the other side of that coin, Jesus Christ, Josh Allen. Uh, they yeah, might be Super Bowl bound with the momentum they're coming off of this game. I wouldn't be shocked to see them in the Super Bowl. Um, I wouldn't at all. Josh Allen looks like an absolute freak of nature. The guy's six foot five, six six, two fifty, runs like a deer, cuts on a dime, has a rocket of an arm. I hate that I was wrong about him coming out of that draft. I really do. Because I thought he was going to be dog ass coming out of Wyoming. Um, or wherever the fuck he came from. And um he proved me wrong for sure. He's proven a lot of people wrong. And I am extremely proud to say that because it's cool to see guys that are underdogs succeed. And he's doing that to the to the utmost. Um, Forty seven points in in twenty five degree weather is very impressive. Uh, I don't give a shit how how other elements are, and um, the Patriots just absolutely got outplayed. Bottom line, and uh, on to the next. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you here. Um, let me just say one more thing about the Raiders. Uh, one, I'm a Car fan. I think he gets too much shit. But also, Rich Basaccia should be their head coach moving forward because he wrote every single player a handwritten note afterwards. He actually gives a shit and understands how to get these guys from what they were in, from the Henry Rugg situation and the Gruden situation, to be able to regroup that uh, group of men, get them to believe in you, and make a playoff run. I mean, that guy should be the head coach. Just what e- they- easily... Dude, I, I'll, I'll, I will attest to you uh, to that as well, just simply because as a Las Vegas-based football team, you do not need a spectacle at the helm of your football team. No. You don't need a, a former broadcast personality. You need a guy that's he, he's down to fly under the radar. He's got his nose down. He's got his nose and his head down, and he just grinds it out. And that seemingly is what that guy has been doing which is awesome. Didn't he have any idea about the handwritten note thing? That is so badass. Um, yep. I would really appreciate that as a, as a, as a player, me personally, if I would yeah. ever receive something like that. That would have been awesome to see. I mean, I've been writing 58 of them or however many he wrote. I mean, right. that's 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 sick, dude. That is really yeah. badass. They don't keep I, I don't him. Think, I've, I've lost faith in the Las Vegas organization. I don't think they need to overthink it, and I think there's this huge trend right now of going and getting, you know, the new offensive mind, the new defensive mind, the new, the next the McVay, essentially. The spectacle, yeah. something that'll get that'll get tickets. You're gonna get tickets, dude. You live in fucking Las Vegas. You're gonna yeah. pack that stadium out regardless. Get a good coach that gives a shit. You know. Yeah. Don't go get X's and O's here. Don't need. A I mean, yeah, get X's and O's, but don't get the guy who's just the next big guru. Don't go get Joe Brady. Don't do anything like that. Get this guy who literally. Got your team from the depths, the bottom of the barrel. The, like, the worst you can get. Your coach is a racist. He 
He gets kicked off the team. He's fired, right? Next, your star receiver, your rookie star receiver. Or is he? No, not a rookie. My bad. Um, your star receiver, anyways. He gets caught with a DUI and, you know, gets in, in a bad wreck and kills somebody. He's in jail. Like, literally the bottom of the barrel, and you make a playoff run. The guy needs to be a head coach. There's something to be said about being able to regroup guys and be a, a coach of men, not just a coach of X's and O's. And I think they will make a big mistake if they don't hire him. Um, I know they're going through that process now, but I think that's what they should do. Well, yeah. I won't be shocked if they do, but if they did fire Mayock, which is interesting, which is a GM, but he came with Gruden, so it makes sense. Dude, um, I'm looking I think at they. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying, stick with Basaccia and keep it moving. I, uh, dude, I'm looking at, I'm looking at their schedule. I don't know what year. I don't know what week he took over. I don't. Um, Four or five. But, but at midway through the season, you can tell that that's when the coaching change happened. Yeah. Uh, they lost five. They lost five of their of six in a in a seven week span, or six week uh, span. Excuse me. And then they went. When on he took tear. over, they started winning. They uh they they went on an absolute. They literally went. They lost against the Chiefs forty eight to nine. Uh, and then they beat the Browns, beat the Broncos, beat the Colts, beat the Chargers, all one possession ball games, four points or less, all three, all four. Beat the Seahawks, beat the Rams, the hot Rams in the, in almost the final week of this year, and then they lost the Forty ers the last week. Um, but good lord, what a tear, you know. Yeah, that they is, went on uh, a tear when he took over. They uh they did well, man. Uh, so hats off yeah. to that guy. I hope they keep him too, especially after the, the information you just gave us, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, back to the Bills real quick. Uh, back yep. to that game. Uh, some cool another note here. Uh, that's the first game where a team has been perfect. No punts. Yeah. No turnovers. Every possession that offense had, Score Bills touchdown. scored a touchdown. Yep. No missed PATs. Wait, uh, they might have missed PAT. PATs. Then it wasn't I mean, perfect in my mind. I, but, yeah, they, they I, missed one PAT in the third quarter. I was, was going to say because it was 47. Not 48. Two, they missed two. They missed two PATs? Well, look, 13 in the second. No, you're right. Then, they missed two PATs. Oof. Yeah, they, everybody's saying it's most it's perfect because they you're you're right I'm with you there, but Oof. still they scored on every possession. Damn not near perfect. Goals. They should call it the damn near perfect game. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> actually unbelievable. That is video game stats for sure. Yeah, because that look, is, Allen had three hundred eight and five touchdowns, and Singletary, who good for him, had two touchdowns. Yeah, by the Russian. way, I had I had Singletary in the uh, playoffs. Picked him up off the waiver wire. Won me the fantasy league. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's incredible. Hats off. Um, I need to honestly look at the playoff bracket uh, to see who plays who next. But let's uh, let's move forward. We got uh, the Eagles Bucks. Bucks Eagles played out precisely like we thought it would. To be honest with yep. you, um, it shouldn't. It, it was way worse than it looked. Fifteen points late by the Eagles in the fourth quarter. They were up thirty-one nothing going into the fourth, and um, it's a. Uh, that's what you expect, you know. You expect yeah. a methodical, quality, efficient Buccaneers offense and a quality win uh, from a Tom Brady led uh, team in the in the in the wild card round. Um, I don't really have anything much to say on that game, to be honest with you. It's that play that was by the book, you know, yeah. by the book. I had the under in this game and I almost lost it. I think I won it by one point, and just because of the garbage time there at the end by the Eagles. Um, yeah, I mean it was a boring game. Just kind of like that uh, Bills game. 
it's just complete domination by the Bucks. Uh, I think the Bucks have an issue going into this week with the Rams, and we can touch on it here when we get into our picks. But yeah, we will. Their offensive line is hurt, like badly hurt. Um, yeah. You know, when you have Tristan Wirfs, who's like your big tackle, yeah, it's a big blow right there. So uh, I think they got some issues moving into this week, and it's why I like the Rams. But complete domination is what we thought about the Eagles. Like they just. I mean, they're, they, they made it, but they didn't really need to make it. Exactly. I'm with you. Um, that would have been a huge upset. Uh, next yeah. game, we got 49ers-Cowboys. This is a game we predicted. Uh, the choking Cowboys, that's just what they yep. do, brother. They, they suck in the playoffs. They're horrendous. Um, the 49ers were hot, hot as a pistol. Like I said, they've just drugged the Raiders in the last week of the season coming off that huge win. They go right. into the Cowboys Stadium and beat ass. Bottom line, um, they go in there and beat the Cowboys. Even though the Cowboys did surge late, but the going into the fourth quarter is twenty three to seven. Um, it wasn't close. So it's uh, as a Cowboys fan, you gotta re- you gotta figure out you gotta you gotta think what the hell is what are we doing wrong here? You know, like you got the cool personality names, you got the Dak Prescotts and the and the Zeeks. You know, like you got the Amari Coopers. You got the you got the you got the the Parsons, you know, and the Diggs. You got the guys. What's how do we continuously lose in the big games? Um, it's got to be frustrating. It's it uh, it has to be. Uh, but me and you, like like we said last week, we predicted it. We predicted that plus three, three and a half, too easy. I mean, that was that was su- such an easy pick for me. Um, I uh, I thought this was gonna happen to be honest. Yeah, I saw this one too. Like you said, we both predicted this one. Took 49ers. Um, Jimmy G and them all, the 49ers, what they do is just run the ball. I mean, that's what they do. They run the ball and play good defense. And Fred Warner got hurt in that game. Um, they have some pieces missing go- going into this week. But, hey, I mean, the 49ers, watch out. I mean, they can run the ball. They'll they'll shove it down your throat. Uh, Cowboys, uh, we'll get into, I want to talk about that last play and how everything ended and some of the shit that Dak said. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a complete choke job. I mean, they get in the playoffs every single year, and lose first round. Um, I, I don't know if it's Jerry Jones. I, I, that's what a lot of people want to say. Uh, I, this goes down to coaching. Um, they, they just absolutely couldn't stop anybody on defense. Granted their defense gave them a chance. It's only 23. 23 you know, is a, a beatable number. hundred percent. It's a very beatable number. Quote unquote firepower. They're supposed to have. That's, yes. that's a beatable number, dude. It is. Yeah. So I, I don't want to shit on Dan Quinn there because he did his job. He did what he was supposed to, right? Uh, but when it comes down to it, that offense, Dak, it's all on Dak. It's all on um, Ezekiel. I mean, it's on those guys. Um, they have to get it done. And now let's talk about the last play. Um, Didn't you know, see it. You're driving. Happened. All right, so you're driving. There's 14 seconds left. You're on, you're on the 40. At this point, just take two shots at the end zone. Two Hail Marys, do what you got to do. Instead, they run a design quarterback draw, and he runs down to the 25. Hey, man, all you needed to do there was either you take the shot downfield or you get 10 yards and go down and give yourself one more shot. He did not leave enough time on there for them to spike the ball. And when he pops up, he gives the ball to his center. Mistake number two. Give it to the ref because the ref has to touch the ball in order for it to be snapped. He gives it to the center, center downs it, 
instead of finding the ref in the same situation. The little, literally the entire offensive line is set up. The the back judge, the umpire, is coming up, has to run into Dak and the center to get by, trying to save them time instead of going all the way around, and he has to place the ball. And by the time they place it, time had ended. Look, it was first off very dumb play call, dumb ass play call. So that's on Kellamont or Kellen Moore and that that offense and Mike McCarthy, whoever called that dumb. Dak should have checked it, said we're throwing a Hail Mary. And if anything, throw something over the middle and then go down and spike it because they were playing, they were literally playing the sidelines. Like they could have taken the shot at the end zone here. But no, yeah. they decided to run the ball. He ran too far, was a mistake number two. And then number three was not giving the ball to the ref. Um, and then he comes out afterwards and says, He's talking about, like, the fans throwing stuff on the field, which, of course, that happens. It happens in every sport. Um, I mean, it happened in the national championship when Stetson fumbled. Literally. Uh, it, it just it happens, yeah. There are some fans throw stuff on the field. I mean, it's dumb. It shouldn't happen, but it does. Um, and he's like, oh, that shouldn't happen, whatever, whatever. When they found out, when the reporters told him that it was because the refs made the bad call, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm glad they did that. I'm glad that they had our back. Like, that was a terrible call. Mm -hmm. um, talking about not being able to spike it, saying that he had a second left. Mm -hmm. uh, fucking bad look, man. When it's you don't play. know the rules that bad, that's a bad look. It's a bad play just because you you know he just said that uh, just emotionally. You know, yeah. Oh he, yeah. It had nothing to do with how he actually felt. It was exclusively because he's pissed. Um, he didn't keep. I mean, that that's probably the worst look of it all is that your quarterback can't keep his mouth composure his, his motion yeah is he can't keep his emotions in check that's yeah. tough um and look dude i get it losing sucks you know losing losing sucks but losing the big ones sucks even more and even worse losing the big close ones yeah. so uh it was just amplified for him at home um you hate to see it you really do but yeah, and it sucks when it's something "Quote unquote controversial," you know. Yeah, controversial. it's controversial because the ref, like that whole situation, like it should not have happened. It's right. not like it was a PI call. It wasn't the Rams Saints. Like the Saints had a hundred percent argument there. Like that was PI. It wasn't called. All right, they had a literal gripe there. Yeah. This, you fucked up by running the play, and then not knowing the rules. Yeah, so yeah, don't yeah. be mad at the refs because you fucked up and didn't know the rules. Right, right, right. No, I'm with you so, for sure. He um, came out today and apologized, of course, but still, you can't do that. You can't not know the rules and then blame the rest because they know the rules. 100%. 100%. It's sort of their job. It's their only job is to know the right. rules. Uh, just like it's your only job to lead your offense and throw passes, yep. you know, like, and have some feel. Uh, anyway, we uh, we called it. And, um, yep, we called the it. next one. Uh, another predictable game uh, outside of maybe the level of offense that was involved is the Chiefs-Steelers 42-21 to three-touchdown game that uh, the Chiefs dominated. Um, really, the only surprise here for me is how many points the Steelers scored. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, good for them. Uh, I mean, we can look at – I'm going to look at the box score at uh, Roethlisberger's last football game. Um, it's going to be a hilarious line. It's going to be like 100 yards for like 80 he went, attempts. He went – 29 for 44, 215 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I'm going to yeah. miss Ben. The guy used to be the best downfield thrower, and then now he just can't throw the ball more than one yard. Dead arm, dude. That's what happens. You're old as shit, you know? 
That's that's just the way it is, bro. Athletically old as shit. Um, what's another alarming, another interesting stat is that he only took two sacks, and Najee Harris only had twenty nine yards, and they still scored three touchdowns. Um, I'll tell you, that's been the Steelers' biggest issue is they haven't been able to run the ball since Le'Veon left. That's so wild, and I agree with you. Their offensive line's terrible. Yeah, uh, they can't run the ball at all. Yeah, that's that's rough. I mean, me on the other on the other side of the coin, Mahomes threw for four hundred with five touchdowns. So there's that. Yeah, I mean and, the Chiefs are firing on all cylinders right now. I think they they've are. got it figured out. They this are. week against the Bills is going to be interesting. Be a fucking matchup. Hey, hit the over on that one for sure. Uh, yeah. The uh, the next game and the last game of the wild card round. Is um wait where did I just lost it? It's the Rams and Cardinals, and uh, I tell you, I'm not shocked by this, but I wouldn't have guessed this. You know, uh, I would have guessed it to be maybe a two touchdown game, maybe 14 points, but um, they dominated. The Rams absolutely dominated. The Cardinals look lost. Kyler Murray looks absolutely lost out there, and um, you hate to see it. On the other side, the Rams are. Absolutely frying right now. They have the best receiver in the NFL, hands down. They have OBJ that's absolutely figuring it out on the fly. They got a stud of a tight end in Higby. Uh, or uh, yeah, Higby. Um, yep. And, and uh, he, I mean, when that's your checkdown guy, you're 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 chilling. Um, I mean, not to mention the tertiary skill set and Cam Akers being able to run, Cam Akers being able to catch. Um, What's the other receiver that we don't hear anything out of anymore because of OBJ? Well, uh, Robert Woods is blew his knee out. What the other one? There was another one though, right? Uh, got me another one. I'm almost positive there's another one. I'll look, Van I'll Jefferson. Look. No, no, it didn't Van. Even though Van's a oh. stud. Uh, I'll look at the box score. Hold up. I mean, Regardless, the, all the receivers. You said Regardless. all the receivers. But then you know Sony comes in and is having four and a half per yard or per carry. Yeah, and then nuts. they have Sony Michelle. He's a stud. They're on, and then you have all the they have a weapon at every tier of the defense. And by weapon, I mean that I mean an absolute Hall of Fame set on their defense. Um, there is so, one uh, position they're hurting right now, and that's because their Taylor Rapp got hurt. Um, it's safety in. Eric freaking uh, Weddle came out of retirement right before the game and played last week. That's crazy. Uh, that's actually sick. I bet he did just fine. Oh, I'm sure he I mean, look at the box score. <laughs> that's crazy as hell, dude. Good for them, dude. Uh, it's so cool to see the – I predicted the Rams to be really good. You, you did. You, you, you weren't – you did not disagree. Obviously, they're question marks. Um, yeah, but I, I was just, just apprehensive because of year one. That was I it. just I agree. I mean, I just knew in my heart that this was the year that the Rams and, and it honestly may not end up being the year, but next year is going to be if they choke next year, it's going to be a big letdown if they don't yeah. win thirteen or fourteen games again. Um, but just given their amount of talent, I don't even know if they'll be able to keep a lot of the players on cap space uh, unless we're taking cuts. But um, it's um. It's exciting if you're a Rams fan, and and I'll be honest, I'm a Rams fan via Matt Stafford, uh, because I'm I'm a big Stafford fan, um, but right. um, yeah, I, I, I'm stoked about it, man. Uh, I'm right there with you, dude. Um, that was a hell of a game, and by that I mean you could tell from the very first snap that Kyler wasn't in it. 
Um, if you didn't bet the game, you could. I I went into the game thinking it's got to be the Rams. They just I took feel the like over it, and lost. Yeah, I, well, it's just crazy because they scored a lot. But the Cardinals, man, I don't know what it is, but every single year, the second half of the season, they shit the bed. And I don't know if it's a Kingsbury thing or if it's Kyler or I don't know Have what it is. Kingsbury's track record since Texas Tech in the second half yeah. of every season. Yes, it's, it's they ridiculous. suck. So yeah, it's a Kingsbury ridiculous. thing. It's a philosophy thing. And I think it's honestly, I think defenses figure out his offense. And with Kyler, if you can get to him, if you can rattle him, get him outside of the pocket, he loses a lot of accuracy. You get him on the ground like the Rams did, just like Bryce Young. Can't do anything. Um, they they struggle running the ball. They couldn't get anything done on the offensive side. And then when you throw a pick six, that was that was a horrible pick six. Kyler just trying to get rid of the ball in the end zone to, just to avoid a safety, and he throws a, just an atrocious pick six. I mean, you're not going to win the game when that happens. If you didn't realize it from the first drive, it, it was game over from there. Yeah. Uh, moving into this weekend, it's – the Rams are hot. Yeah. I like them against the Bucks. I do. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, let's go ahead and start these matchups and, and our predictions. I got uh, the Bengals. Yep. Uh, I'm actually going to pull the lines up, too, since we're since we're here. Yep. Yeah, the first game on Saturday, 430, Bengals-Titans in Tennessee in Nashville. Yep, Bengals-Titans. Um, hey, me being a, a future Titans fan, I'm rooting for them. Um, let me see here. All right, here are the lines. We got Tennessee Titans, Bengals, t- Titans minus three and a half. Uh, dude, I don't know. It's, I can see this the going hook either is what way. Sucks. The half point as a kicker is a, is a kick in the nuts for me. Um, I'll tell you with Derrick Henry back, I wouldn't be shocked if it hits the over. You I think the over hits? I wouldn't. Actually. I wouldn't be shocked if the over hits. Um, I think Bengals are going to get their points. And I think when that happens, I think Henry's going to have to have a pop-off game. And guess what he does? He has pop-off games. That's what he does. He rushes for 200. He gets three touchdowns. And that's just what he does. Um, And if that happens, I think the over hits. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, Sheesh, dude. I'm going to take the Titans minus three and a half. Um, Based off of sheer experience, they've been here. They've done that. They got Derrick Henry back. I think Julio and AJ are healthy. Is that true? Uh, I mean, Julio doesn't have his step that he used to have, but of course, yes, AJ's healthy. They're healthy-ish, like right. they're healthy enough. Right, they're playing. Um, yes, they're there. They're doing good. I would uh, my if my money would go to the Titans minus three and a half. I might probably realistically te- tease it down to three. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I've got Tennessee in this game. I just think their defense matches up really well with the Bengals. Um, I think they're going to get after the. Uh, get after Burrow and try to get him on the ground because their pass rush is just that much better than the Bengals' offensive line. Um, and the same can be said from the Bengals' pass rush for the Titans, but then you just said it. You have the neutralizer in Henry. Um, I don't think their offense really changed with them out, just in the fact that they still ran the same plays that they ran with Foreman in, but you just have a better player in there. It depends on – I think this game really is going to depend on how much he actually plays. Yeah. Um, you're hearing 15 to 20 – I don't know if this is 15 to 20 carries or snaps. It, a lot of that is going to hinge on what he does. But even if he does only play 15 to 20 snaps, then I still think the Titans win this one. Um, I think it's going to be close, kind of like what you saw with the Raiders game. 
Uh, the under here is probably a look. It's probably a, a good look. Uh, the weather looks good. Nothing to worry about there. It looks like it's 36 and sunny. Um, it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to all these games, to be honest with you. But this should be a good one, uh, especially when you got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase just lighting up the world right now. So I'm interested to see this one. But I, I do have the Titans winning this. There's a reason they're the no, number one seed. 100%. I mean, when you're winning without your superstar, you're doing something right. Vrabel's, exactly. Vrabel's a good coach, turns out. You know? Yes, he is. People <laughs> like to play for him, turns out. Um, so that's yeah. cool. That's really cool to see. Especially with the man in the arena docu- documentary coming out, I didn't even know he played with Tom Brady until now. But um, yeah, that is um that that was that's pretty cool to see. Um, the next game is going to be the 49ers and the Packers, and uh, the line's five and a half in favor of the Packers. Um, I'm, I think the Packers are going to lock this in. Um, to be honest with you, I know the 49ers are playing really good football. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a winner here. I think that they see. Uh, I think they see the 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 championship the 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 conference championship game again. Um, I don't know if, if it goes their way again or or if I don't know if I don't know if they win it, but I think they make it to it this year and I think they cover. Yeah, I I'm not overthinking this one. Aaron Rodgers is locked in, and if you want to say anything about his toe, let's just say he has been saying that the week off is helpful. Um, I think that this easy. It, it, 49ers are the hot pick right now because they're just like, oh, they're going to go in the Green Bay. They're just going to run the ball. Packers can't stop the run. Look, Green Bay is Green Bay. Let's say they really only lost three games after that first one. They ain't losing at home. The weather, it's going to be like five degrees. It's going to be cold as shit, Coming potentially from snow. This is going to be tough on Jimmy G and that, 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 that offense and that entire team. No doubt. So give me the pack. This is Aaron's. This is Aaron's year, in my opinion. I think he's so pissed off that he wants to win this shit. That would be cool to see after he literally didn't do anything in the offseason. I know. Go party I will say this when it comes to the travel. line. I'll say this when it comes to the line. I am gonna wait until I, I think the the line opened at six. I want to say, and this came down to five and a half. I think this line needs to get down to like four and a half, four. And I think you're gonna see a lot of like at least retail betters betting on 49ers. So hopefully the books will move it, but I think the sharps are going to be on the Packers, so it might not move much. I know I'm on the Packers for sure. That's that's yeah, I'm definite. on the pack too. I mean, it, it, just no overthinking this one. No, you. So I'll check it. real quick. I want to see how much of the money is on the 49ers because all I've heard about is the 49ers. 49ers. Let's see real quick. Let's go. Okay, so actually I'm wrong. 60% of the money is on Green Bay right now, so the line is going the opposite way of what I was saying. So, shit, screw me. Well, regardless, I'm grabbing the Packers at minus five and a half. There's yeah, no doubt yeah, about it, it. So at some places it opened at six and some it opened at five and a half, so that's kind of where we've, we've stayed at. So not expecting a whole lot. It got down to four and a half at one point. I would have taken that. Yeah. Um, next game is going to be the first Sunday game. It's the Rams and the Bucks. Um, get them at good value right now, to be honest with you. The Bucks are favored minus two and a half. It is in Tampa, but uh, I don't think that the weather's going to be a big deal just because they're in Los Angeles. Maybe the humidity, um, but uh, in general, I don't think that'll play a big deal, a big factor at all. 
Uh, you can get the uh, the Rams right now at plus two and a half at plus one hundred five. So at a discount severely, um, I would take the Rams immediately. In my opinion, like you said, uh, they're thin on the O line. The Buccaneers, they're out. One of their enormous skill skill guys and receiver, two of them honestly, with including Antonio Brown. Um, I uh, I would go with the Rams. The Rams are firing on absolutely every cylinder they have. Uh, their defense is rock solid. Their offense is electric right now. Um, they have multiple weapons that they could throw to on either side of the hash, and um, it's uh, they're fun to watch. So I'll be honest, I would take the Rams money line outright plus one twenty five. Uh, that would be my betting money. Um, and uh, the more I think about it, with the Packers and the Forty ers I'd probably go under forty seven and a half. Yeah, uh, with that one. Um, but uh, that's my pick on the Rams Bucks is uh, Rams plus one twenty five outright. Yeah, I'm with you here. Um, Rams, 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 Rams. I, I think there's only so much Brady can do. Um, I know he, he's he got a depleted receiving Corey. He's got Evans. Godwin's gone. AB is gone, which I don't even know if we've even talked about that situation on this podcast. Yeah, we did. Um, did we? Okay. Anyways, getting back into it. Uh, he's He doesn't have those guys. Uh, Fournette is supposed to be back. I don't know if he's 100%, so... We'll see there, but Giovanni Bernard now is hurt. Wirfs is hurt. Another offensive line is hurt. Um, it's he's the injuries are mounting here, and I just don't know if he. There's only so much him and Gronk can do. I just yeah. don't know if this is enough to overcome some of that. So I'm with the Rams here. They're hot. Yes, the Bucks. They they crushed last week, but I, I just think the Rams here. And I know it's at home, but it's. Give me the Rams. It's the plus three, and you're probably right on the outright on the money line. Yeah, I mean, if it's a, if it's less than three, I always go money line. Um, to be honest with you, I yeah. uh, I I'm the field gonna, goal though is you you gotta like that. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, I uh, I don't know, man. Just for everything you said, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Brady pulled it off. Don't get don't get it twisted, guys. Right, I, I, I'm not gonna I be shocked at all. I refuse to not believe in Tom Brady. It's just the the tools that he has around him is so limited. Um, I think the offensive line is going to have fits with Aaron Donald, um, and especially if they're bringing Von Miller off the edge, it's just going to be tough, fellas. It's going to be tough. Yeah, this isn't the same as last year when they went on the run, they won the Super Bowl, but they had everybody, and they still almost lost to Green Bay. So, I just think the Rams are a little bit better this year with all their pieces. I think they're a little bit healthier. I think yeah. it's a smart play, and especially if Wirfs doesn't play. Whew, that's not going to be good. It's going to be tough for sure. It's going to be tough for I just sure. Think those, I think those pass rushers against hurt offensive linemen, that's a, <laughs> that is a bad setup for the Buccaneers yeah. and Tom Brady. Von Miller off the edge, plus Aaron Donald having to get double teamed in the middle. It's going to be rough. And Leonard Floyd. Exactly. It's going to be really, really tough. Um, next game, Bills, KC. Um, the Chiefs-Bills, man, I, the over-under is 53, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to go higher than that. Um, it's got to right based off of last week. I mean, they scored fifty-seven plus points with with twelve degree twelve degree weather against a an incompetent offense in the New England Patriots. They scored forty-seven by themselves. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I could see a thirty-five, thirty-two ball game. I could see a forty-two, thirty-eight ball game. I could see a big boy ball game here. Uh, in terms of total points, um, in terms of the spread, I'm leading Chiefs. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills ran it, dude. I would not be shocked. 
but the Chiefs are they're trending upward. They're starting to figure out their identity again. Um, I think this earlier in the year they started to, they were taking things for granted, uh, and I think that they really started understanding. Hey, the guys on the other team are still really good professional athletes. We need to treat them as such, and I think they started turning it around about seven or eight games in. And still ended up winning 12 games, which is crazy to think about because they're 500 seven games in, um, or six games in, sorry. So uh, I, uh, I'm i going with the Chiefs minus two um, if I had to pick the spread, but my money is going to go on over 53.5. Yeah, I'm on the over. I think you're right. I think the lowest we're seeing here is probably a 34-31 game, and that gets you there. Um, both teams are firing on all cylinders here. Um, both teams have figured out their offense. Uh, if I have to say a uh, lean one way or another when it comes to the spread or a money line, like who's going to win the game? I think it's the Bills, actually. Okay. I think they have a better defense. In all, I think with a game like this, it's going to take one or two stops. And I, I think Bills just have that much better of a defense than the Chiefs right now. Um, trust me, Mahomes and what Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and – Jarek McKinnon, all those guys, they're all clicking on all cylinders, but when it comes down to it, the Bills' defense right now can get one or two stops. That offense, the way they're rolling, they can get it done. It's going to be high scoring. The pick I'm going to say is the over. If I have to lean one way right now, going with the Bills, um, looking at it right now, it's a lot of the public is leaning towards the Bills at 56%. Um, I don't love that, but it's not, you know, a huge discrepancy where it's 80%, kind of like the Alabama-Georgia game was in the Natty. Right. Um, I like the fade Joe Schmo. It just seems like the smartest idea. But right now it's it's pretty even. Yeah, I, um, I'm with you. I, uh, I, I, get, I get the Bills pick. Like I said, I mean, in my, I, mean, I would not be shocked if the Bills won this. Um, but uh, I just have, to, I have Pat Mahomes bias. I can't help it. I love a, I love a good Pat Mahomes vibe. Um, it's hard to pick against him. So, um, yeah, I'm going with over though for sure. That's that's my yeah. Pick, I think sure. it's funny. I think we're all in the same bets outside of, and we're all in the same consensus uh, except for that one one thing right there. Leaning with the you're taking the Chiefs, I'll take the Bills. But yep. we're on the consensus of the over there, Rams, Green Bay. And I think you're leaning under there, which I don't hate. And then the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Lock those in, guys. We're uh, we've we've been doing decent at the at the least. Uh, hey, I crushed on Sunday. I didn't. We didn't do good on uh Saturday, but Sunday hit a couple teasers, hit a parlay, hit all those bets. Crushed on Sunday. Hell yeah, you love to see it. Um, I'll be honest, I guys. It. I I think that yeah, I feel you. Uh, I think that just about wraps it up. Um, I will say this for my Auburn fans out there: do not get too excited about our basketball season. Do not. Don't. You understand who you're rooting for. It's the Auburn Tigers. Take this with a grain of salt. Enjoy the time that we have and the experiences that we've had going into every week because you never know when they're going to choke. They always do. Okay? So um, either they choke or we get screwed. There's nothing good, nothing lucky happens with the Auburn with Auburn athletics. It just doesn't. Not since Nick Marshall. We ran out of, we ran out of luck that year in the 2013 football year. They took all of our luck, uh, and it's gone. So, um... It is cool. It's really cool to see Auburn doing what they're doing and in terms of basketball. The fact that they they have more votes in the AP polls than the number one, and they're not number one is really bizarre to see. But um, they uh, they will be number one, I think, pretty soon. Uh, but it's cool, bro. It's cool. It's cool to be a basketball school, you know? <laughs> it's cool to see. 
Uh, you know, so uh, it's it's interesting. And um, it's cool to see South Alabama's basketball team doing well. They're doing really well. Um, I got them tonight. So I did too. Win. I got South Alabama plus two. Let's get after it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's cool. To, it's cool to be a Jag. It's cool to it's cool to root for Auburn. Um, and um, you know, hey, exciting times on that front. So, outside of that, I got nothing else. Thank y'all for listening to us on this week's episode of BD Radio, episode ninety four. We are doing nothing but trending upward, and I really appreciate y'all sticking with us and loving on us. And and, and y'all let us know what you want to hear. Uh, if you got any, if you got any takes, let us know. We'd love to talk about it and, and agree or disagree with the take. That'd be fun. To, that'd be a fun segment to do uh, for uh, for 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 the home team, for you guys, for all the loyal listeners out there. And um, we appreciate you, and we love you guys. And um, I hope y'all are kicking ass going into this uh, going into this new year, man. I, I really do. Uh, Ryan, you got anything? Yeah, just a couple quick things. I uh, just want to remind you guys, we do have merch. If we were streaming this one, which we were planning to, just you know technology um wearing the hat and a shirt uh go check it out it's in the link in the description um i i will be updating stuff with our new logo here soon uh you know just life gets in the way of some of that stuff um i'll do a whole refresh on the entire store that way we can have some new stuff up um with the new logos and then another thing guys uh cam mentioned this at the beginning this is kind of the lull in the year you know college football is over and that's like our biggest thing right and baseball those two things are kind of our thing here with that being said, please send us topics yeah. um, for us to s- discuss right now. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, it can be anything. Is it music? Um, is it Cam's? Anything with like his music career, anything like that? Um, if it's anything about life, if you have questions you want to hear our opinion on, um, if it's sports, continue to send that stuff. Um, let us know, especially in the live streams. We want to interact with you guys more, and I think this is a time for that. Um, no better time. We can bring back segments if you guys want. We can bring, bring in BDE versus LDE. Um, we can bring that stuff back. Uh, we we want to be that way. We want to make you guys laugh, give you guys some insight into some of our thoughts and opinions. So let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, and, hey, hit the live stream, share it, do everything you can. We're trying to continue to grow here. Um, we still have a great time with this, still love doing it. Uh, just let us know, guys. We want to continue to bring material and bring content that you guys want to listen to week in and week out. Uh, love you guys. Y'all have a great weekend. Bet those games. We're we're riding a heater here. Yes, sir. Um, I missed one one game last night from winning eight hundred bucks on a parlay in Ooh. college basketball. Oof. I hate Mississippi State with a passion right now. That's tough. Um, That's but yeah, tough. you guys have a great weekend. I uh, hope everything works out for you guys. Absolutely. Y'all have a great weekend. Peace.